I have finally found a time where I can think of where you should not publish or create content. And it's taken me a long time to do this, but I, uh, I found it. I'm going to share it with you here today. And I think this is an important episode because even though I'm hesitant to make it, I, I do want to address it at least once so I can point back to it and see, no, no, I addressed it. You are now entering a new paradigm. So here is my issue. I wanted to find the answers to life's biggest questions. Things like, how do I become happy and live with purpose? How do I make more money doing what I love? And what does it mean to be truly successful in all areas of life? My name is Josh Forty, at Josh Forty on Instagram, and I ask life's biggest questions and share the answers with you. My goal is to help you find purpose, happiness, and open your mind to new realms of possibility by helping you think differently about everything you do, know, and understand. On this podcast, we think different, we dream bigger, and we live in a world without limits. This is a new paradigm. Welcome to the Think Different Theory. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Think Different Theory. My name is Josh Forty. Today's episode, what do we got going here? Guys, um, there are certain things that I identify in my life sometimes where I'm like, hmm, that's an exception to the rule, I suppose. I guess there's a time when that's appropriate or not appropriate to do something, right? Certain things that I identify that I'm like, you know what? I probably don't need to make an episode about it, right? I don't probably need to necessarily say it. However, I don't know what my future self will bring or my future life will bring. And I certainly don't know some of the criticism uh, that I will get in the future, which I'm sure will happen, which I, I, by the way, I'm not saying that that's a bad thing. I mean, any time that you stand up for something, you receive criticism. It's a good thing, right? But um, there are certain things that I identify and that I address that are like, hmm, I am going to say an episode or create an episode about that. I am going to put out a piece of content around that even though it might not be entirely relevant to the majority of people, I do want to be able to point back into my life and say, no, 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 I, I believe that, right? And I think there are certain things that are big enough or that um, there is a big enough deception to the rule, how, uh, however small that may be, to be like, nope, I, I do believe that. Here's the proof. I like to be able to look back at the things that I believe, look back at the things that I said, and uh, kind of see the progress that I've made. I also point back to, and a lot of, um, when I'm discussing things with people, or when I'm trying to, you know, make a point where I'm like, no, like, consistency is important, or like, you know, knowing what you believe, I like to be able to point back to different podcast episodes and say, no, I made a podcast episode about this, right? Or, oh, no, I addressed this particular thing. Not only does it, well, it kind of does three things. No, number one, uh, not only does it allow me to, um, really articulate a point well and like get it out there and be like, nope, th- like this is what I believe and, and, and allow me to remember that piece. Number two, it also allows me to show other people the importance of consistency and beliefs and the fact that if I believe that, you know, in a year from now, three years from now, five years from now, people can see that consistency, all right? Uh, and then the third thing that it does is it also allows for uh, me to point back to a specific piece of content that explains something well so that I don't have to continuously go and repeat myself or explain it later on to someone that's like, oh, Josh, like, what do you think about X? Oh, perfect. I don't have time to explain this right now. Go listen to this podcast episode about it. And I, and this is one of those episodes where I think, oh, okay, I don't think this is relevant to a lot of people, but I do understand that there's an exception to this rule and we're going to talk about it. All right. And that particular thing is 
when it is okay to not publish? Or should I say when you should not be publishing and putting content out there? All right. Now, keep in mind, my audience, as of the time of recording this, uh, is a very, you know, it's primarily an entrepreneur-based audience, right? They're not exclusively entrepreneurs in here, but a lot of entrepreneur-related people. And when it comes to entrepreneurship, particularly in the 20, well, in in 2020 and, and, and moving forward and beyond, I believe that content, creating content is one of the the most important things that one person can be doing to grow their business and to stay relevant, right? I, like we are increasingly becoming a society that is going online, online, online. Everything's going online. Coronavirus has pushed things faster to go online and more change online than ever, right? I mean, uh, Zoom stock was one of, it was at one point the number one highest increased stock in all of, like everything uh, with the coronavirus. Of all stocks that it increased, Zoom was the number one uh, highest increasing stock. Why? Because so many people were moving virtual, right? Businesses are now completely virtual. Uh, I was just uh, at dinner the other day and we were talking to the the um, the waitress in there and she has a she's a part-time waitress and then she has a full-time job. Her job exclusively moved everybody permanently like virtual, right? They no longer have a, a offices. Even after the pandemic, they're not coming back, right? So, this push online, like our offline society is going to be all online except for like getting outside and doing things. And even then, like, ah, it's crazy to think about what the future of the world is going to look like. But my point in saying all this is that if you want to stay relevant, if you want to be known, if you want to have a business, you need to be producing content because without it, there will be no business. It would be like having a business back in, you know, I don't know, the 1950s, right? where there's no internet, there's, you know, not, not anything like that, but, and you have a business, but you don't have a store front, you do no advertising, you have no way for people to contact you, no people to know that, that you exist, right? Uh, are you going to get very far? No. Could you potentially, you know, survive in an off case scenario by, uh, you know, th- this idea of like, I don't know, somebody refers them to you and your friends. Yeah, I, I suppose, right? They're, there's always going to be an exception to the rule. But for the most part, right, like you you would need a storefront and you do some form of advertising. That's what it is in the online space now, okay? Like it's not a matter of should I create content or not for my business? It's like, no, one of the steps of creating a business is putting out content in some format or another. Now there's different variations of content. I'm not saying that like only one piece of content work. No, that's not what I'm saying, right? Like, but just content in general, in some format, in some medium, the more the better, generally speaking, Right? So when I tell people, publish, 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 and when you hear it from Russell Brunson, publish, 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 right? Or Ty Lopez or Gary Vaynerchuk. Gary Vaynerchuk probably says it more than anybody, right? Gary Vaynerchuk has been known, I mean, many, many, many times to say, um, if you're not putting out 100 pieces of content per day, you're losing, right? 100 per day, all right? So like when you hear these things and you see these things, it's a lot of people are intimidated by this. And they're like, man, I don't know if I need to publish. I don't know if I need to publish. I don't know. The answer is you need to publish, okay? You've got to start publishing. You've got to pick your medium. You've got to start going. However, there is a, I want to say a rare exception to that rule, okay? Um, let, me take, let me give you the context of how this came about. Sam Ovens. 
Mr. Good old Sam Ovens. If you don't know who Sam Ovens is, go look him up. Well, honestly, you're not going to find a whole lot on him. He has a good webinar. Um, Sam Ovens does not actively publish any form of content. You could go to his Facebook page. He publishes no content. You could go to his Instagram account. He has zero posts. He is following zero people. Uh, He doesn't have TikTok. He doesn't have Snapchat. He doesn't have Twitter. He doesn't have pretty much any social platform of any sort uh, outside of YouTube and I'm, I'm actually, hold on, I, I want to search his YouTube right now to see when his last video came out. I don't actually know if he's publishing on there or not, but regardless, the, the principle stays the same. So yeah, so the latest videos from Sam, his latest video as of right now was five months ago, and before that was six months ago, and before that was nine months ago. So literally in the past nine months, he has published two videos. Um, yeah, okay. So here's the exception. As I'm sitting there and I'm watching Sam Ovens, I realize that Sam Ovens is running a fundamentally different type of business than what you and I are running, than what Russell Brunson is building, than what Gary Vaynerchuk is building, and things like that. Sam Ovens is this incredibly, well, he has a very engineering mind, like the mind of an engineer for sure. He's, he's not really an entrepreneur, like he's not an entrepreneur first. He's an, he's an engineer first and then an entrepreneur. And it's, it's very fascinating, right? But Sam Ovens lives this life that is, has like monk-like discipline, as he calls it. He is meticulously focused. Every part of his day is systemized down. He's essentially this robot. And because of his immense amount of focus and his absolute love of the game and the fact that he's trying to build this multi-multi-billion dollar company and that it's this ever-growing like nonstop process, Sam Ovens has created systems in his life. And, and I, I, wanna, I wanna go through it. I, I gotta give more, more of a context to this story. Cause like, I don't feel like I'm doing the story justice when it comes to this. Cause like when I realized this about Sam, um, actually let me finish this thought and then I, and then I have something I think, that I think will, will be the story. Um, Sam Ovens has basically created this life where the most effective things for Sam to do. When he does those, like Sam only focuses on things that are the highest leverage point things for him to do, all right? Sam has built a life and built a business to where the highest leverage point thing for him to do is not publish content. Publishing content is not one of the highest leverage point things that he can do. It's not, right? For most people, it is. And I was watching, here's my story, okay? I was watching this video by Alex Becker one time on YouTube. He was talking about uh, how he had gone through different phases in his life and in his business and tried different things and how you know he had tried the minimalist approach and he had tried the dedicate, like super Sam Ovens type approach and he tried all these different things, right? And one of the observations that he made about Sam Ovens is that Sam Ovens was, like I just said, this, this engineer type person, right? Where he was more of an engineer and how he's like literally everything gets measured, right? It's 
down to like the minute of his days. It's down to the exact amount of food that he's putting into his body, the amount of sleep, how his team is set up, how his office is set up, what he drives, his, his, his where he lives, the, the environment, like every little thing, because he's an engineer, every little thing is tested to the minute little detail. And he's optimizing, 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 okay? So Sam Ovens has this incredible, incredible amount of discipline because he is on this journey, on this path that very, very few people like are, are able or willing to do. It is like, you know, it is like uh, an Elon Musk or a Steve Jobs level type person, right? It is this meticulous focus and detail that most of us could never at- attain even if we tried. May- I-, I don't think it's impossible, but like we would be absolutely miserable. Most people are not like that, right? And so since most people are not like that, most people's highest form leverage points are not the same. And Alex's point with this is he's like, listen, you've got to ultimately figure out who you are and you've got to figure out how you work best and the structures and systems that you have have built uh, or uh, create the structures and systems that work best for you. Build those, right? That work best for you and figure out how that is. Most people, it's not like Sam Ovens, right? And I started thinking about this and I was like, hmm, okay, well, why, why is it that Sam Ovens is able to not produce content and yet have a successful business. Now, I think it is important to note that there was a time that Sam Ovens definitely did produce content. And even in his own way, he does. And what I mean by that is he does do it because he created a webinar, which is content, and he has created ads, which are pictures of him. I know that he doesn't write his own copy. He's not writing his own ads anymore. Nothing like that, right? But his ideas... He did create his webinar and he did, you know, do the webinar. His ideas are being put out there to the world through his webinar and through his education products. That being said, the only reason that education, like the only reason that he created content in his education products is because they were an education product and not, you know, physical product of some sort. If it was a physical product, they wouldn't even be put out there, right? My point in saying this is that Sam Ovens has put out a very very small amount of content overall compared to a Gary Vaynerchuk, a Russell Brunson, a, you know, Ty Lopez, a Grant Cardone, things of that nature, yet is on trajectory and on course to be just as wealthy, if not significantly more wealthy than them by the end of their lifetime, all right? What is the difference? What allowed Sam to do that and not somebody else to do that? Why is it so important for you and I to publish when Sam is not doing it? Besides the fact, well, actually, I shouldn't even say this. I'm not even, I'm not even gonna say that because I'll get to that here in a second, okay? What's the difference? The difference is, is that for you and I, actually, let me back up here. When determining what, you, what we should do in our lives, all right, one of the best ways to determine whether or not we should be putting our time and effort on something is determining by how much leverage that activity has. All right, leverage is if I put in X amount of effort, how much result am I going to get out, right? And so let's just say um, we're gonna measure this in, um, I, I, I don't know, out, inputs and outputs, okay? If I put six inputs in, how many outputs am I gonna get out? Well, if I have two tasks in front of me and I have, if I put in six inputs into both of those tasks each, And in one task, I get out six outputs. And the other task, I get out 82 outputs. Which one of them should I be putting my time, focusing my time on? The one that gets 82 outputs, okay? That's the concept of leverage. Leverage says I do X amount of work and I get the maximum result 
the maximum return from that output, okay? That's what the concept of leverage is and looks like. In all areas of our life, we should be focused on doing the highest leverage point activities and delegating or getting rid of the lowest point activities in your life, all right? This is very important, okay, in this concept of leverage. So I'm sitting down and I'm looking at, oh, okay, what what, what allows Sam Ovens to go through and have the success that he has without publishing? Whereas for you and I, the answer is almost always publish, 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 publish. The answer is this. I realized through watching Alex Becker videos, through studying Sam Ovens, through being in his programs, through being, you know, getting to know people around him, Sam Ovens has built a life and a business to where the highest value and the highest leveraged activities that he can do do not involve creating content and publishing. They don't. For him, going out and creating content and publishing would be a less leveraged activity than other things in his business and in his life, according to him, in his mind, and based on what he's built. Now, you might be like, well, Josh, how is that possible? Russell Brunson makes more money than Sam or has a bigger company than Sam and he still publishes. Yes, because the type of business, the type of systems that he has created make it to where when Russell creates a piece of content, when Russell goes and publishes, that is a very high leverage point. The size of his audience, the relationship that he has with his audiences, the fact that he does uh, the, the uh, live events with his audience, the fact that he is this attractive character in his audience, right? In, in the role that he is. The, the overarching value of Russell Brunson producing content is significantly higher than when Sam Ovens creates a piece of content because of the business and the systems that they have built around in their life. Sam Ovens is not trying to host in-person events or very, very, very few. And it's only for his like elite members and he's not publishing content wouldn't change the fact that people buy it, Right. Russell, on the other hand, has a very, very large audience. They have this emotional connection to him. They want to hear from him. They want to hear what he has to say. And by creating content, this is uh, snippets and tidbits of Russell speaking on stage. People are going to buy tickets. So the result of Russell is not only is he going to educate them more, not only is he going to create an emotional connection with them more, not only is he going to, um, you know, have more views and and, and impressions and getting people in front of his face more, but he's also going to sell more tickets to his event. There's going to be more people that show up. They're more likely to buy when they get there, right? Plus, the process of publishing, which we've talked about, makes you think about what you're going to say, forces you to level up in your life. There's so many different leverage points of creating one single piece of content. But then Sam Ovens' life, Sam Ovens is meticulous about knowing thyself, right? It, it Very much this monk-like style discipline and focus in his life and in personal development. He's not trying to sell tickets to events. He's not trying to you know get people to show up to an event and buy. He's not trying to, to have an emotional connection with his customer. Like none of that. Sam is trying to build a business where he's completely removed from it to where he doesn't have to be involved at all right? To where he can focus on building the business, being the CEO type role and not doing the day-to-day. Russell likes doing marketing. Russell likes building funnels. Russell likes connecting with his audience. Russell likes creating a movement. Sam Ovens does not, right? You see the difference? And so the only time when I see it acceptable to not create and publish content is if you've decided that the type of business that you want to run is a business where you are not at the face of it. You are not 
wanting to be known. You do not want people to know who you are. And even then, you have to create content until you have built systems and processes in a business that allow other activities to be a higher higher leverage point um, activity than creating content. Because there was a time in Sam Ovens' life when Sam Ovens was creating content consistently. He would put out a new video on YouTube every single Thursday. He would occasionally put a post on Instagram. He would write an email every week, right? Like he was, it wasn't a ton of content, but his webinar, his ads, right? He was creating content and putting it out there until he built a business, until he got to a point where what? Where the systems and processes that he built made it to where there were other high leverage point activities, higher leverage point activities that he could do besides creating content and that would move his business forward. For you, right now, 99% of people listening right now, probably 100%, but 99% of people, putting out content is the highest, well, I should, one of the highest, possibly the highest, but one of the highest for sure leverage point activities that you can do in your business for many reasons. Because depending upon where you're at in your journey of publishing, publishing has a different effect on you. For you at the beginning, publishing and putting your voice out there helps you find your voice, helps you create confidence to actually go out and say something, forces you to think through things all the way, right? There are certain things at the beginning of your content journey that it's going to do that for someone like me or someone like a Russell Brunson, it's not going to have quite the same effect. Does it force me to like find my voice? Yeah, but I already know my voice pretty well. I'm constantly finding it for sure. It definitely improves it. But like, I know my voice a whole lot better than somebody that's just getting started does, right? But for me, it forces me to think of topics from my customer's perspective and being like, oh, okay, how's my customer thinking, right? Let me try this piece of content here and get the feedback there. For me, it forces me to continue to go on my own personal development journey. For me, it, it forces me, like I've made this commitment to go and do that and I'm being, like, so I'm being intentional about putting it out because I have goals and things that I'm trying to hit that I want to stay you know, consistent to, right? I'm going to sell more product this way. I'm going to increase my audience size this way. I'm going to educate people to be able to buy higher ticket stuff from me later on, right? There's a lot of things that, that it does for me that it might not do for you if you're just starting out. And there's a lot of things that it does for Russell because of the systems and the things that he has built and the fact that he's the CEO of a billion dollar company that it wouldn't do for me, right? So for example, it's not normally, uh, like Russell doesn't normally get on po- podcast interviews with other people. He doesn't, not normally. It's hard to get him on. And when you do, it's for a very short period of time. However, when he's promoting a book, guess what? He's willing to do lots of podcast interviews with lots of different types of people. Why? Because all of a sudden that becomes a very high leverage point thing. Now, Russell also creates content. I'm not just saying, not, not just going on other people's uh, shows, but he creates content of his own even when he's not promoting a book. Why? Because those type of things... Keep bringing people up the value ladder. Keep showing people the importance of content. Keep connecting with the audience, right? So the, depending upon where you're at in your publishing journey, it's gonna have a different effect on what you're doing. But the only time it is not okay to publish, if you are trying to build a business, if you're trying to grow an audience, if you're trying to you know, create a movement, the only time it is not okay, or the only time it is okay to publish. No, what did I say? The only time it is okay to not publish. There we go. Gosh, that was confusing. The only time, if you're trying to build a movement, build a business, you know, change the world is when you have created systems and processes in your life and business to where other activities that you're doing have a higher higher value leverage than creating content, which for most of us is never 
And for the few people that it is, it's a, like you've got to really, really know that that is the case because there are a few things that have as much ROI in the long run, maybe not immediate, but for sure in the long run, than creating and publishing content. And I wanted to address this because I know somebody is going to come to me one day and be like, Josh, I found an exception to the rule. Jeff Bezos doesn't put out content. Okay, yes, but Jeff Bezos was also like one of the founders of the internet, right? I mean, you know what I'm saying. Like he was on there in 1994. It's a different game. And let me tell you, Jeff Bezos himself might not be producing a lot of content, but Amazon, I bet you outside of Facebook, Amazon produces more content than anybody, right? So you see what I'm saying. But I wanted to put this out there and address it because I think it is important. All right, guys. I uh, hope this was helpful. Love to know your thoughts on it. Um, man, we're, uh, yeah. Guys, go out and publish. We have the audio. For those of you that are like, Josh, I don't know where to start. I, I, don't, I don't know what I'm doing, right? Like, how do I launch a podcast? How do I launch a Facebook group? We have tools for you, all right? We have tools for you. Uh, I, we will link it down below. There, we have some free training, some free resources for you to be able to go and check out. Um, we have the audience, we have products too. So we have the audience launch system for Facebook groups. We have the audience launch system for podcasts. Those are up, they're, they're for sale right now as we speak. You can go check those out. These are complete systems, guys, from start to finish, Literally from start to finish where you go in and you answer one set of questions. So literally you go through and it's called the master asset list. It, it asks you all the different questions that you're going to need to know the answer to. If you don't know the answer to them, great. Then you go find the answers to them. If you're like stuck and don't know where to start, you don't know how to launch a podcast, you don't know how to launch a Facebook group, or you want to start publishing, get the audience launch system. You fill out one, oh, almost dropped my pen there. Look at that catch. That was sweet. Um, you fill out one master asset list and then you don't move on until that master, atle- astra- master asset list is complete. All right. And if you don't know the answer to them, that's fine. That's what we have the Facebook group support for. That's what we have our, our customer support for. That's what we've got other resources for. That's what our free training is for. We have so many supporting elements around that that you guys have, have access to. To where if you don't know the questions or don't know the answers uh, around like the master asset list, you just go and you can find them. We provide resources to them. Once you get the master asset list done, you don't need any more other information. We have it all on there. Every single question that you're gonna need to know the answer to in order to launch a podcast or a Facebook group is asked on that master asset list. Once that master asset list is done, you literally plug it into a system. This is Trello board we have set up. It's freaking awesome. And it will walk you through the step-by-step-by-step process of what to say, what to do, how to write the emails, how to create the content around it, what to say in the emails, what to say in the content, everything from the time you start to the time that you launch. It's a three-week process, hype week, launch week, and profit week. And the best week, or the best part is, is that you actually make money when you launch it if you do it right, right? And, and that's part of, like, that's part of the process. It's the first week you do is all hyping up. Then the second week you actually launch. And the third week you go and you make money with it. And, and it's a step-by-step process down to what to say in the emails and what days and times to send the emails. I mean, like, this is so meticulously detailed. Uh, Dan Henry did this for the launch of his podcast. Made, like, tons of money on it, tons of downloads, tons of reviews. He did it. Um, this is the process that I use to launch my podcast. We've had hundreds of people go through and launch their Facebook groups and, and, and podcasts through this system. It, it's, it's awesome, all right? Um, so if you want to check that out, we will link that down in the description down below. I want to make sure, I don't know what, what the right link is for the podcast. I got to ask the team. So I'm not going to say it, but we'll put it down in the description below um, on, the, on iTunes, on Spotify, or wherever you're listening on audio. We'll put it down on YouTube, on Simplecast, everywhere uh, that's on there. You will uh, see this in the description there. So check it out. Make sure to go over there and like, Go out and start publishing, all right? Whether or not you use our audience launch system or not, 
start publishing. The audience launch system really helps people uh, get started, gives them the confidence that they're not going to mess up, make sure that they have everything they need, but you need to start publishing regardless. And the audience launch system will help you do that. So check the link out down below. And uh, I'm super, super excited for that. Guys, that is all I've got for you today. As always, hustle, hustle. God bless. Do not be afraid to think different. No, no, no. Hold on. We're going to back up. Guys, that's not all I have for you today. I have one more thing. Be a free thinker. All right. We're starting the free thinker movement. Part of Think Different Theory. We are a, a group of free thinkers. Free thinker is the type of person that is is determined and set out on the path to create their own reality, become to become mentally free, financially free, time free, and eventually spiritually free to know thyself, to see the world differently, and to fundamentally go and go into the future, create the reality that you want to live in, bring that reality into the future so that we can go out there and make the world a better place. That is what it means to be a free thinker, all right? We are not average. We are different. We don't, we fundamentally believe that politicians do not control us, that other people do not control us, that our circumstances do not control us, but that we control ourselves. We control our actions. We control our thoughts. And because of that, we can go out and create our own reality and change the world. That is what it means to be a free thinker. All right. If you're a free thinker, let me know. I'm super, super excited. Guys, I love you all. That is all I have for you. Become a free thinker. As always, hustle, hustle. God bless. Do not be afraid to think different because those of us that think different are going to be the ones that change the world. I love you all. And I will see you on the next episode. Take it easy, fam. Peace. Yo, what's up, guys? You've been listening to the Think Different Theory with myself, Josh Forty, which I like to call a new paradigm of thinking. And real quick, I got a question for you. Did you like this episode? If you did, I want to ask a huge favor. See, the biggest thing that helps this podcast grow and that will spread this message of positivity and making the world a better place is if you leave a review, a rating, and subscribe to the podcast. What that does is it basically tells the platforms that this is out on, that you like my stuff, and that I'm doing something right. So if you could take like three seconds out of your day and subscribe, leave a rating and a review, I would be forever grateful for you. Also, I want to hear from you. I want to know your feedback, your ideas, and your questions for future episodes. So be sure to hit me up on Instagram in the DM at Josh Forty or via email contact at thinkdifferenttheory.com.